This morning we read from St. Matthew's Gospel, the 25th chapter. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in or in needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, Truly I tell you, Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. These are your words. Heavenly Father, sanctify us through your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. The court is now in session. Those words that we have just read picture the judgment day. The last judgment is such an overwhelming event that we're not able to really comprehend what's happening. So the Bible here presents the judgment day in terms of of a parable that we can more easily understand, such as a courtroom with a judge and evidence that we can see. Now, before we look any further into this courtroom scene, we must understand something about what this parable does not say. It's important, important, rather, to understand the parable of the sheep and the goats in the context of the rest of the Bible. Matthew chapter 25 isn't isolated from the rest of Scripture, but we understand it in light of what the rest of Scripture clearly teaches. And that is that our salvation and our eternal life are a free gift that is not earned, but is given to us by God's grace and mercy. We don't get to heaven just by feeding the hungry or clothing the naked or welcoming the stranger or showing mercy. And neither do we know what faith looks like in the heart. We can't take it over to the sports and fitness center and put it on a scale and weigh it. We can't take faith over to Meyer Hall and put it under a microscope and examine it. 
Faith lives in the heart, and it cannot be physically seen. And so this particular parable about the sheep and the goats is told about the judgment to illustrate faith and to show that we are saved by faith alone. For the Bible clearly says, it is by grace you have been saved through faith, not by works, so that no one can boast. And so once again, the court is now in session. The honorable judge is presiding. The pictures of a courtroom. And there are two kinds of people here. They're called sheep and goats. Now that's a picture that was familiar to the people who first, first heard this parable. In Jesus' day, when, there was, when Jesus told this parable, the sheep and the goats would graze together in the same pasture in the daytime. And then when evening came, the shepherd would bring them in and he would separate them into two pens, one for the sheep and one for the goats. By the time the parable before us is taking place, evening has already come, the separation already has taken place. On the judge's right side are the sheep, and on his left-hand side are the goats. It's either one. There's no in-between. So the court is now in session. The honorable judge is presiding. And now, the eternal judgment is announced for all to hear. Since this is a public judgment, public evidence is also needed for the verdict to be presented. So the judge turns to the sheep on his right and he says, I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. You, I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. These people to whom he speaks, these sheep, are amazed. They say, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you? When did we see you thirsty and give you something to drink? They were surprised. They knew that at times they had wandered away like lost sheep. They hadn't listened to the voice of their shepherd. They deserved to be in that other pen along with the goats. But there's something very important that I want you to notice about this parable. Did you notice when the separation took place between the sheep and the goats? It took place before any evidence was mentioned. 
that's important. The separation is based upon who we are in God's sight, not what we've done. You see, only good works are mentioned because everything else has been erased by the blood of Christ. Those who know Jesus through faith are righteous in God's sight, and that's how he sees us. Because he has made us holy by the death of Jesus Christ in our place. With his death and with his shed blood, our sins have been forgiven so that we are seen as righteous in God's sight. And the judge doesn't bring a single accusation against his sheep because the record of those sins is gone. Scripture says there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. It's not good works that save us. But faith will always produce good works. Someone has said that faith is like calories. You can't see calories, but you sure can see their results. Faith is the same way. You can't see faith, but you can see its results. By faith, we can live as those who know they are redeemed. Because we are. By faith, we can live as if we know where we are going. Because we do know. We can help someone who needs a friend. Because we know the best friend of all in our Savior, Jesus. We can tell someone about the Savior who loves us and who gives us hope. Because he's the one who has risen from the dead. Jesus says, whatever you did, For one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. So the court is now in session. The honorable judge, the king of kings is presiding. The eternal judgment is announced for all to hear. And the judge will say, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the beginning of the world. Let us also rise and pray.
Almighty God and King, we praise you for the coming of your Son to earth. We thank you that the first time he came in humility and lowliness as our Savior, we now look forward to his return in power and glory as our merciful judge. Bless your holy church throughout the world that she may be watchful and ready for your son's return. As we await the day when the Son of Man will come in his glory and his angels with him and he will sit in his royal throne, keep us watchful and ready for his return. Keep us safe in your care. Make us merciful, serving you in all that we do. We ask this in the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.